0: definitely the time to start scoring, and this is definitely the place to do it. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins coming your way from Montreal. If you are into football and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. But here, tonight at Bell Center, it'll be Penguins versus... Canadians and no, these are not the Canadians who roared to the Stanley Cup final with all kinds of youth and energy and carry price in net uh, they're missing a lot of pieces they're missing price of course, who's been given, of course, a uh, leave to address mental issues, personal issues and what's been left behind here is a terrible hockey team, four twelve and 2 Habs have allowed 62 goals in 18 games. That's the most goals anybody's given up in the Eastern Conference. Jake Allen and Nat, it's just a mess. And what you need to do on those rare opportunities that the hockey gods are smiling on you is pounce. You're the Penguins. You need goals right now. You got a power play goal the other night, awesome, wonderful, broke the slump, ride it for something. You had a strong third period the other night against the Sabres, superb third period actually, except for the part where they can only get one goal, past Dustin Tokarski. Use it. Use it. Find a way to carry it over. Feel it as if it's a wave. Like, not only the power play goal that Jake Gensel scored, but just in general, the dominance, the way they had Buffalo trapped for an entire period of hockey. Use all of that because now instead of flailing, instead of wondering, oh, no, what happened to us in Ottawa or what happened to us in Washington, you have that thing that you can grab onto and say, just just do that again. And what was that? Pretty easy. It was urgency. That's it. It's what Sidney Crosby's been talking about ever since he came back, about finding that extra energy. Hockey isn't always all that complicated. It tends to come down to this, all other things being equal. Here's what Jason Zucker had to say about this back home in Cranberry yesterday after practice. I'll say that, that none of the guys in the room are saying it's only November. you know there's not one guy that thinks that um, we're, we're a team that wants to win um, and we're a team that takes takes these games in October, November, December you know as serious as, as March and February you know and, and down the line. so um, for us we, we want to win these games as bad as any um, and for us this isn't uh, this isn't acceptable but again this I think tonight was a step in the right direction. And we'll uh, we'll work on it tomorrow and, and get after these guys this next trip here This portion of daily shot of penguins is always brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania and they in turn need your help visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how one dollar from you can be turned into five full meals that's how efficient they are Pittsburgh, Food Bank, spell all three words out, org. This really gets down to scoring. I'm not one to oversimplify hockey. I love its nuances. I love its strategies. I love the advanced analytics that are getting at least a little bit more useful year after year. But sometimes it just comes down to basic stuff. Team needs to score goals. The Buffalo game was the ultimate example of that. There's nothing that the Penguins did wrong in that game, other than not score. Now, it's a little bit of an outlier, but it's also really, I think, representative of the one way that they can get out of this thing: it's to score goals. Mike Sullivan, who, who, by the way, uh, didn't accompany the team here on this trip uh, because he has to stay behind. For a little bit, uh, as a result of the COVID protocol, talked yesterday in Cranberry about swagger. He used the word swagger, and, and, and here's the here's the whole context of it. You know, I, for me, the way I look at it is, is our challenge is to, is to try to bring our, our very best game. You know, I, I said to the guys on the ice, we got to bring two things to Montreal. We got to bring swagger, and we got to bring urgency. And and when we bring those two things, we're a pretty competitive team, and 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 we can compete against anyone. And, and, I, and I think that's where our focus needs to be. Uh, we'll prepare our group for Montreal. They're a very good team. Um, you know, they've had their struggles, as, as have we. And, uh, and, and I would expect this to be a hard-fought game. we got to make sure we bring those, thing, those two things to Montreal. Well, okay. Where does swagger come from in hockey? Where does swagger come from, really, in any sport? It comes from scoring. It comes from offense. Always, 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 always. That goes back to childhood. You want to score. You want to be the one who gets the touchdown or hits a home run. In hockey, you want to put it in the back of the net. There haven't been enough guys doing that this year for the Penguins. And there's some obvious ones that jump out, particularly the guys that have been injured. But when you're looking at Brian Rust has... One goal in eight games, you know, and don't think he doesn't know it. This is what he had to say on that subject yesterday. Been a little bit up and down. Uh, there's been um, very similar to the team, I'd say. Um, at the times when I've been been good making plays, I'm feeling good, and then there's times where I've had lapses. Um, but I think uh, the second half of last game, especially going into the third period, kind of, got my legs back, and I felt good, and I think I'm just going to try and build off that, especially now that Hasid's back. we got a couple games under our belt and hopefully kind of ride the momentum of having a strong third period. However, we didn't win, but we were strong. We had a lot of good chances. We had a lot of good zone time. What about Zach aston reese No goals in 13 games, and I'm aware of his analytics and his shot suppression, and he's considered to be uh, an elite defensive forward in the league, but there does come a time you need to score. You need to have people finishing. You need to have people bearing down. Phrase I've been using for weeks now. Bearing down. When you're facing an opponent like the Canadiens, and you know they're already wobbly, and you know they're playing in front of a home crowd, which... By the way, is not necessarily a good thing when they're not doing well here? This city gets really nasty with the Habs when they're not uh, playing to expectations. And you can multiply that 100 times over when they just watch the Habs make it to the final. You know? It won't take much to get people to... Now I wouldn't say turn on them. They don't boo or anything like that. But what they will do is they'll they'll let you know is you know the difference here between a Montreal crowd that's behind you because they are really loud, vocal, passionate, as much as any fans anywhere in the world of any team. But when they get quiet, it, it has a grim feel to it. What do you need to do to make that happen? Score goals. What do you need to do after that? Go to Toronto in a couple of days and score more goals. You know, like the last really good game the Penguins have played anywhere. That was the 7-1 route of the Leafs back at PPG Paints Arena. And then after that, go to Winnipeg and score some more goals. But you got to break through here. Use that third period the other night against the Sabres as a launching pad. Don't look at it as a negative. Don't look at it as another loss, even though it was that... Use it as liftoff. When we come back, just one question. that's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. the monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels including at and t SportsNet, Pittsburgh and right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners our listeners a seven day free trial and 15% off your first month. just go to fubotv.com/dK the question. Our J1Q comes from Dave, who asks, I agree this was a great deal, meaning the potential franchise sale for Mario Lemieux and Ron Burkle, but how is it a great deal for the Fenway Sports Group at that price? When Sid is gone, the place will be half empty and the TV ratings will no longer be number one in the league. Makes zero sense from what I see. My opinion is that these new owners will do the right thing and rebuild something the current owner's emotional connection to many players wouldn't allow them to do. Let me throw out something here first, Dave. Uh, The deal from the standpoint of the Fenway Sports Group, in terms of the value, the financial value, can't just be seen. From the hockey standpoint, when you're acquiring the Penguins, you're acquiring all of their assets and the Penguins don't own, but they control and hold the development rights to everything still that's across the street on the old Civic Arena property. One of those is already being built up into Uh, I don't know if you want to call it a skyscraper, but it's going to be a pretty tall building on the actual arena acreage, and that's an FNB headquarters that's going to be facing downtown. Really nice building, too, by the way. I've seen the drawings. But the entire rest of that property, and it's huge, uh, going all the way up to Crawford Street and the hill, is going to be part of this project. And if you look back over john henry's history he's the principal figure in fsg as well as that of fsg itself they do a lot of real estate so this is not unfamiliar territory to them and i can assure you this is something that they would view as being part of the package as they should as they should because it—it it is you know it's not only a. Uh, an asset it's also a responsibility and one that i dare say the penguins to date haven't done all that well with so maybe getting somebody else in will help further kickstart that project although again it looks like it's finally getting off the ground a little bit which is nice but i'm gonna throw in another component to this because one of the more common things that i've heard from people yourself included is is new ownership comes in, and that somehow has an impact on the futures of Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, maybe even Sidney Crosby. And I gotta tell you, that's just not how this works. Um, this business people are business people. Okay, they don't come in with uh, any kind of conceived or preconceived notions as to what should be done with a sports team. It's a horrendous way to run a sports franchise. And if they had done such a thing or taken such an approach with the Red Sox and or Liverpool, you never would have heard about those teams winning a single game, let alone the multiple championships that they did. It's just not how smart business people operate. They know their place. Now, does that mean that at some point or other in the future, the ownership in whatever form it takes? And remember, that still remains to be determined. Will it be John Henry as the owner, as the main figure? Will they possibly assign someone from uh, FSG to be that person who's on site, who's got a consistent presence in Pittsburgh, I don't know. We don't know that yet. This isn't even done yet. They're supposed to vote on it. Uh, FSG is in Boston at some point later today. But even that's not going to complete it. So all of this is up in the air. And for anyone, for anyone to think that there's been any kind of contemplation whatsoever about the futures of Malkin, Letang, or Crosby, for crying out loud. No, no. They've done their diligence on what this team has done, how it succeeded. They have insisted that Mario Lemieux remains a part of this. Do you really think that if they wanted to come in and wipe things out, you know, and just bring a giant eraser to everything that's in front of them, that they would have said, no, we really got to keep that guy. We really got to keep that guy. Um, I, I, I understand whenever there's a business story in sports, the first feedback that I get is almost always related to actual sports. Well, what does this mean for the team? What does this mean for me as a fan? And the truth is it doesn't mean all that much. Ownership is there to provide stability, a guiding hand, and when things get lousy, to step in. If you look back over the ownership history of Lemieux and Burkle, that's what you'll find. They offered the support, including financial, that was needed. They stepped in when things weren't going well, made themselves heard with things that they didn't like. But otherwise, you had no idea. You had no idea. You just saw Mario and Natalie up in the owner's box, and everything was okay. I think it'll be okay with this, too. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Again, it's Penguins versus Habs here in Montreal tonight, and I'll have a report for you right here Daily Shot of Penguins.